so beautiful. You hide beneath your equinoctial attitude mask, but you can't fool me. I notice those soft, exposed shoulders from the other side of the square. Who are you who wears a tavern bravo mask and forces his drunken attentions on me? I am a higher starost. I am your social vendor. And I am Serpenko, the consular representative to this planet from... An upworlder, an animal. A brief but adequate description. And now that the introductions are over, I don't need to sing, and I don't need this damn instrument. Come here. Hmm. Perfume. So soft. Animal! No one will see us. Come back to my house. Animal! Or we can just get acquainted behind that building. Let's go! Tavern Bravo that has the audacity to molest this maiden. Mask maker! I am the daughter of a first-level public magistrate, and this drunkard is an outworlder. Oh, come on. This is a sirene celebration, isn't it? I was your just... assault on this maiden is not your crime, outworlder. You have brazenly chosen to ignore the struck level of this maiden's mask. She wears an equinoctial attitude. That is unforgivable. Equinoctial attitude? I didn't know her mask was... You, Bright Skybird, and you, Sir Sand Tiger, hold on this animal, this outworlder. Let it go. I didn't know. I shall behead him with my scimitar on the spot. What? Wait, wait, I... Wait, hold on. You can't do this. I'm consular representative to Cyrene. And now you sing to me without an instrument, as if you were a slave addressing an equal. Enough. No, no. Ah! Sir Wellibus, let's leave quickly. If they discover we're outworlders... No need. We know how to behave, and we mind our own business. Just act naturally, Rover. Just act naturally. Poor devil. Now we'll have to find another consular representative. Considering the mortality rate, they should just ship them down here by the dozen. It's these damn Sirenese customs. Always trips them up. I wonder what fool would actually accept this position. <laughs> Poor devil. Poor fool. We have arrived at the Sirenese spaceport. Please stand back from the accessway, sir. Oh, sorry, sorry. You are Edward Thistle, sir, the new consular representative to Cyrene? Yes, I am, Stuart. Uh, a note from Esteban Ralver, the local agent for spaceways. He will be meeting you outside. He wishes to inform you that you will recognize him by his mask. It will be of dull green scales and blue lacquered wood. I see. He says to look for the black quills protruding at the cheeks. Black quills, uh-huh. And under his chin will be hung a black and white checked pom-pom. <laughs> that doesn't sound too hard to... Oh, I see, I see him right there. Rover? Esteban Rover? It's me, Edward Thistle. How are you? I'm glad to be on Cyrene. Your mask. I... Where is your mask? Well, uh, uh, this? I, I wasn't sure. Put it on, Thistle. I must turn away until you put it on. <laughs> I, I hope oh, I you didn't must. Put... Uh, 
I'm, I'm sorry, Sarah Rover. If I, yeah, yes, yes, I have it on. You can, you can turn around. You can't wear that mask. In fact, how? Where did you get it, Sir Thistle? It's copied from a mask owned by the Polypolis Museum. I, I'm sure it's authentic, if that's what you're. Oh asking. yes, it's authentic enough. It's a variant of the type known as the Sea Dragon Conqueror. It's worn on ceremonial occasions by persons of enormous prestige. Princes, heroes, master craftsmen, great musicians. I wasn't aware. It's something you'll learn in due course. Notice my mask. Today I'm wearing a tarnbird. Persons of minimal prestige, such as you, I, or any other outworlder, wear this sort of thing. This crowd is getting rather ugly. Quickly follow me. We're going across the field to my office in that concrete blockhouse. That's odd. I assume that a person on Cyrene wore whatever mask he liked. Certainly wear any mask you like, if you can make it stick. This tarnbird, for instance, I wear it to indicate that I presume nothing. I make no claims to wisdom, ferocity, versatility, musicianship, truculence, or any of a dozen other Cyrenese virtues. For the sake of argument, what would happen if I walked through the streets of Zandar in this sea dragon conqueror mask? <laughs> if you walked through, first of all, there are no streets in Zandar. It's like Venice on old earth. If you walked along the docks of Zandar in any mask, you'd be killed within the hour. I didn't. That's what happened to Benko, your predecessor. He didn't know how to act. None of us outworlders knows how to act. In Fan, we're tolerated so long as we keep our place. But you couldn't even walk around Fan in that regalia you're sporting now. Somebody wearing a, a, a fire snake or a, a thunder goblin. Masks. Yes,、yeah, somebody wearing those types of mask would step up to you. He'd play his crowdach, and if you failed to challenge his audacity with a passage on the skaranyi, a devilish instrument, he'd play his heimakin. The instrument we use with the slaves—that's the ultimate expression of contempt. Or he might ring his dueling gong and attack you then and there.、Oh, I had no idea that people here were so quick-tempered. You'll soon find out. And here we are. Ah. Why the security? The concrete? The steel? Protection against the savages. They come down from the mountains at night, steal what's available, kill anyone they find ashore. Excuse me a moment. Here, use this moon moth. It won't get you in trouble. This isn't very attractive. It's all mousy-covered fur. Look at this. What is this poof of hair around the mouth? Antenna, lace flaps. Look at the eyes. What are these red folds underneath the eyes? I'll look really gloomy and really silly. Huh? Who'd think a mask like this signified any degree of prestige? It doesn't. Well, I can't wear it then, can I? After all, I'm consular representative. I represent the home planets, a hundred billion people. If the home planets want their representative to wear a sea dragon conqueror mask, they'd better send out a sea dragon conqueror type of man. I see. Well, if I have to. Wait until I turn my head, Seth Thistle. Ah, there you are. That moon moth is much better on you. I suppose I can. Find something just a bit more suitable in one of the shops. I'm told a person simply goes in and 
takes what he needs, correct? That mask, temporarily at least, is perfectly suitable. And it's rather important not to take anything from the shops until you know the struck value of the article you want. The owner loses prestige if a person of low struck makes free with his best work. Oh, look, Rolford, none of this was explained to me. I knew about the masks, of course, and the, quote, painstaking integrity of the craftsman, but this insistence on prestige, struck, or whatever the damn word no is... No matter. After a year or two, you'll begin to learn your way around. I suppose you speak the language. Of course I do, certainly. And what instruments do you play? Well... I was given to understand that any small instrument was adequate or that I could simply sing. <laughs> Only slaves sing without accompaniment. You'd better learn the basic six instruments first. They should provide at least a rudimentary means of communication. You're joking. <laughs> Not at all. Now, let's see. You'll also need a houseboat. You'll need a portable computoid to guide you, and then you want some slaves. Well, my, and... my head's spinning. Look, Sir Thistle, at the moment there are only four outworlders in Fan, counting yourself. I'll take you to see Cornelie Wellibus. He's our commercial factor, lived in Fan for 15 years, acquired enough struck to wear a south wind with authority. South wind? It's a mask, blue disc inlaid with cabochons of lapis lazuli, shimmering snakeskin around it. Sounds impressive. More importantly, I think he's got an old houseboat he might let you use. That's right. The houseboat and all those various musical instruments. I'll also throw in a pair of slaves. Uh, Sir Wellibus, I, I can't accept... Sir Wellibus is making you a gift, Sir Thistle. Yes, Sir Wellibus, but, but I have to arrange for some sort of payment. My dear fellow, this is Cyrene. Such trifles cost nothing. But, but a, a houseboat, Sir Wellibus? Hand me my kiv. Thank you. I'll be frank, Sir Thistle... The boat is old and a trifle shabby. I can't afford to use it. My strach, my status, would suffer. Strach as yet need not concern you. You require merely shelter, comfort, and safety from the nightmen. Nightmen? The cannibals who roam the shore after dark. Oh, yes. Sarah Rolver mentioned them. Horrible things. Yes, horrible. We won't discuss them. Now, as to slaves... Rex and Toby should serve you well. Hand me my Heimerkin, Thistle. That instrument. Rex! Toby! We, we are of service, service, Master. Sarah Rover, these are slaves? Yes, and notice they wear loose masks of black cloth. You will now be of loyal service to your new master, Sir Thistle. On pain of return to your native islands. With our very lives, we pledge absolute servitude to our new master. There you are, Sir Thistle. <laughs> I, I, uh, <clears throat> Toby, Rex, go to the houseboat, clean it well, bring aboard food. Um, what are they looking at, Sir Willibus? Uh, allow me, Sir Thistle. Go to the houseboat, clean it well, bring aboard food. Yes, master, we, we bow and depart. <sighs> these instruments, Sir Willibus, I haven't the slightest idea how to go about learning these things. Sir Rolva, what about Kershaw? Could he be persuaded to give Sir Thistle some basic instruction? Hmm, Kershaw might undertake the job and then Thistle can carry on with a computoid. Excellent. Who, who, who's Kershaw? 
the third of our little group of expatriates, my dear Sir Thistle. Matthew Kershaw is an anthropologist. You've read Zondar the Splendid, Rituals of Cyrene, The Faceless Folk? Well, I didn't think so. A pity. All excellent works. Kershaw is high in prestige and I believe visits Zondar from time to time. Wears a cave owl, sometimes a star wanderer, or even a wise arbiter. He's taken to an equatorial serpent, the variant with the gilt tusks. Indeed. Well, I must say he's earned it. Please hand me that Zinchenko there, Thistle. Thank you. A fine fellow, that Kershaw. Matthew Kershaw. A good chap indeed. Now breathe in, now breathe out, now breathe in, and now breathe out. You are calm, you are centered, your lungs are purified by the mountaintop air. Pick up the gamma part and play me a compound rhythm. No, not the ganja, the gamma part. Hmm. This? No, that's the Heimerkin. I thought that was the Heimerkin. That's the Zachenko. And that's the Kiv, and that's the Straypan. Right? That's the Kiv, and that's the Strapan. Sir Rolver and Sir Wellibus were right. You're a very patient teacher, Sir Kershaw. I'm sorry, but I'm so confused. <laughs> and you wanted to practice on the double camethyl and the crowdach. I guess my lack of preparation... It's all right, Sir Thistle. I mean, I didn't realize what the quarter-tone tuning is about. 24 tonalities multiplied by five modes. You're talking about, what, 120 separate scales? Sir Thistle. All played with implied rhythms, suppressed rhythms, extended intonation. Stop. Take a deep breath. And out. You're calm, you're centered, your lungs are purified by the mountaintop air. <sighs> I have to confess, Sir Thistle, that I find Sirenese music a fascinating study. Yes, and there certainly is plenty of it to be fascinated with. Well, you have nothing but time. I'll give you my extra computoid, the one I used when I got here. It will guide you through Sirenese music and customs. Once you start mastering them, you'll fall into the easy rhythm of Cyrene. So don't forget to stop and enjoy the blue sea at noon. Or enjoy the night sky with the 29 stars of cluster SI1-715. It is quite haunting. Quite beautiful. And? Yes? Keep practicing. Now breathe in. Now breathe out. Now breathe in. Now breathe out. A ganja is a... A ganja, a ganja, a ganja is a zither-like instrument not much larger than a human hand. Correct answer. Pick up the ganja and play the leftmost Sirenese scale. Leftmost, leftmost... Zachinko is a miniature bagpipe, the sack squeezed between thumb and palm, the four fingers controlling the stops along four tubes. Incorrect answer. Damn. A Zachinko is a small sound box studded with keys, played with the right hand. 
pressure on the keys force air through reeds in the keys themselves, producing a concertina-like tone. Right, right. As a chinko is a small sound box studded with Pick keys. Pick up as a chinko and run off a dozen quick scales. Wait, hold on. This is too fast. Where's the... Where's the... No. No, no. Right hand. Right hand on the keys. One. Two. A Heimerkin Wait, a I'm not through with this achinko. Incorrect answer. The Heimerkin is a cracking, slacking, clattering device. Enough! Computoid instructional mode pause. Instructional mode paused. Trills, arpeggios, slurs, click stops, nasalizations, wolf tones. I can't learn all this. I'm going to fling these stupid instruments into the Titanic. Damn. I have to communicate with the Sirenese, and I still don't know is a chinko from a ganja from a damn gamma part. Communication from slave quarters. Connection mode to slave quarters. Rear deck connection mode to slave quarters. Toby, what is it? Toby, what's your message? Toby? Computoid, what's wrong with this connection? Connection mode to slave quarters tests positive. You must sing your message accompanied by the Heimerkin. Heimerkin? Oh, that's right. Incorrect response. The Heimerkin is a clacking, slacking, I know, of wood device. and stone used exclusively with the slaves. Got it right here. Toby, what do you want? I am honored by your communication, Sir Thistle. It pleases me to report that a messenger awaits you on the dock. Well then, well then, have Rex lower the ladder so I can get to the dock. Master, the ladder has been lowered since we moored the houseboat in fan. Hmm. Yes, yes, so it has. Computoid into portable mode. Slave quarter disconnect. Portable mode assumed. Instructional sidebar. The basic belt harness contains the six essential instruments. Heimerkin, Ganja, Zuchinko, Kiv, Strapan, Gamapard. So? Do not forget to take it with you. You sound like my mother programmed you. Wait till I get down that. I, I can't play the till The outworlder in the moon moth map before me possibly expresses the identity of Sir Edward Thistle. A conversation with a slave must be accompanied by... I know, by... I know. I am Sir Thistle. I have been honored by a trust. Uh, what is the nature of this trust? I carry a message cartridge, Sir Thistle. I need to... Let me just move this Heimerkin. Um, put the message cartridge in the computoid. As it pleases, Sir Thistle. Received message text. Emergency communication. Rush. Confidential. Invoice ID. Edward Thistle, consular representative of the home planets on Cyrene. Identification affirmative. Absolutely urgent the following orders be executed. Aboard Canacruciero, destination Fan, date of arrival January 10 UT, is notorious assassin Haxel A. Mark. Message pause. Message pause. 
Message paused. Consult your conversion calendar, slave. When is January 10, universal time? It is the 40th day in the season of bitter nectar. Sarthisol. If it pleases you, January 10th is today. Today? Message continued. Message continued. Meet Manning Craft with adequate authority. Effect detention and incarceration of this man. What is all this about? I'm just a consular representative. How do they... These instructions must be successfully implemented. Failure is unacceptable. Signed by Castle Clermartin, Chief Executive of the Interworld Policies Board. Slave, what vessel is that approaching over there at the landing field? As it pleases the gentleman in the moon moth master so that is the lighter returning from contact with the Canna Cruciero. Well, well, that's a mile and a half. Should take a half hour for them to disembark and... Addendum to message text. Attention. Axel Engmark is superlatively dangerous. Kill him without hesitation at any show of resistance. End of received message text. This is getting... I need to get to the spaceport to see Esteban Rolver, the director, to get a platoon of slaves. I need air transport. I am sorry to relate, Sir Thistle, that there are no air cars on Cyrene. Perhaps, if it pleases you, Sir Thistle, you may inquire of the Honorable Hostler at the Stone and Iron Building across the Esplanade. See, he stands by those large Cyrenese lizards and... With a pearl and silver mask. Excellent. Casual personal encounter. Instrument of choice I is... know. The kid. Oh, damn. That's the conjure. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I, I, I meant to play the kid and... Uh, I'm new here. You understand? Oh, Sir Hostler, I have immediate need of a swift mount. Allow me to select from your herd. Sir Hostler? It is obvious to me that you are an outwelder. And so, Sam Moonmoth, you doubtless know nothing of the stimic I play. Sam Moonmoth, I fear that my steeds are unsuitable to a person of your distinction. By no means. They all seem adequate. I am in great haste, and I will gladly accept any of the group. Sam Moonmoth, the steeds are ill and dirty. I am flattered that you consider them adequate to your use. I cannot accept the merit that you offer me, and as I am sure you now fail to recognize the tinkle of my pronouns, I also fail to recognize the supposed companion and co-craftsman who accosts me so familiarly playing his ganja. You overestimate your strach, outworlder. I... Uh, let me just unhook my zichinko. And now I must get on with tending my animal, Sam Moonmoth. Oh, and please do not infer any disrespect from my accompaniment on the Heimerkin. 
One uses it when addressing slaves, you know. I'm sure I'm not underestimating your strach. Good day. But, but I have to get to the spaceport, and... It is my honor to serve you. Slave, is it that you have encountered any persons on this road to Fan? Master Moonmoth, it is since I have walked from the landing field that I have passed two women wearing the red bird and the green bird, a boy child wearing an auk islander, and a man masked as a forest goblin who is close behind me. A goblin? A forest goblin? Yes, that is so. Master Moonmoth, with all fear and respect, I must hurry with messages to deliver to my master in fan. That is all, slave. You may resume your labors. I am pleased to serve you, Master Moonmoth. Could that be? There he is. There he is. You, forest goblin, halt. Stand where you are. I address you in the language of the home planet. Angmark, you are under arrest. Stand aside, outworlder scum. What? Where are you going? Don't move. I block your way. Wait up. Forest goblin, you travel the road from the spaceport and... Where I travel? What I see are the concerns solely of myself. Move aside, or I'll walk upon your face. Sir Rolver, your door was open. Are you... Sir Rolver, you startled me. I I didn't see you in the dark. Can you tell me who came down the road from the Canacruciero? Why do you ask? You're responsible for all relays of spacegrams, aren't you? You've seen the one I received from Castle Crow Martin. Oh, yes, of course. It was delivered only half an hour ago. I rushed out as fast as I could. Angmark must have come right by here. Yes, I'm sure he did. What? Why didn't you hold him up, delay him in some way? I had neither the authority, the inclination, nor the capability to stop him. I see. On the way, I passed a man in a rather ghastly mask. Saucer eyes, red waddles... A forest goblin. Angmark probably brought the mask with him. But he played the hand bugle so well, like a native of Cyrene. How could Angmark... He's well acquainted with Cyrene. He spent five years here in Fan. Crom Martin made no mention of it in the spacegram. It's common knowledge. I suppose you also aren't aware that Angmark was commercial representative before Wellibus took over. He and Wellibus knew each other? <laughs> Naturally. But don't suspect poor Wellibus of anything more than juggling his accounts. 
I assure you, he's no consort of assassins. <laughs> Do you have a, a weapon I might borrow? You came out here to take Angmark yourself? You impress me. I took you for somebody who... Um... Thank you, I guess. Look, I have no choice. When Crow Martin gives orders, he expects results. In any event, I know I can depend on you and your slaves. Oh, to... no, 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 no. Don't count on me for help. I wear the Tarnbird. I make no pretensions of valor. But I can lend you a power pistol. Well, anything is better than nothing, I suppose. Here. I haven't used it recently, so I can't guarantee its charge. Thank you, Sir Rover. What will you do now? Try to find Angmark in Fan. Or might he head for Zundar? Mangmark might be able to survive in Zander, but he'd want to brush up on his musicianship. I imagine he'll stay in Fan a few days. But how can I find him? Where should I look? That I can't say. <sighs> Thank you, Sarah Rover. I'll take the road to Fan. Sir Thistle, Angmark is a very dangerous man. You might be safer not finding him. My humble apologies for almost walking into you, Sir Forrest Coblin. I didn't see you. Your mask blended in with the shadows. And now I must bring this bag of vegetables to my shop and... <laughs> Why did you... Why? If you don't mind, I'll reclaim my knife. And I believe I will also reclaim your money belt. Would you like to exchange masks? I would. There. I am now, for the moment, a provisionous greenward. And you... Well, it really doesn't matter what you are anymore, does it? Oh, and uh, thank you for sharing your vegetables with a visitor to your lovely planet.